Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. And welcome to the Overflow Podcast at theoverflowpodcast.com. <laughs> As always, my name is Joaquin. I'm Jake. And today we have a very special guest, and his name is Junior. His name is Junior. Junior Padilla. Padilla. Gorilla. That's, that's JP. Forilla. Yeah, JP. That's the real JP. From the villa. So <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the village people. So, um, Villa. <laughs> no well, I'm really from New York. There you go. All right. So, so it'll be the Villa. So, an, an, <laughs> another New York. I'm out. I am outnumbered, but I'm not outgunned. Um, but you are outclassed. Yeah, that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stretch. Um, so, as always, uh, what's up, fellas? How's it going? What's good? What's good? Chilling. So, Chilling. What y'all, so, what you doing down here, Junior? Man, you know what I'm doing here. I came to visit y'all. You can't. He can't. Junior came to visit. Lies and collect and collect the check. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I should say he came to collect the check, and then he was and like, visit. and he was like, "Yo, by the way, since I'm gonna be down there, can I sleep on the floor?" <laughs> you, <funny>. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> uh, and then of course he's got uh, his his girl. The love of his My life. Ride or die chick. Uh huh. <laughs> he right. got the uh, ferocious. Mocha Choka Loka. The ferocious bully Mocha. The ferocious Mocha, who is doing a very good job of being a guard dog right now. <laughs> yeah, she's knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep her awake. Man. And, and, then and then she'll, and then she'll come up and then she'll start leaning on you like, pet me. <laughs> Yo, she forces you to pet her. Yes. But if not, she'll whip you with her tail. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway, so uh so anyway, so you came you came down to um so Junior came down to play at the at Encounter Church where me at and Jay yeah. go. They needed a drummer for this week and Man, that was a blessing, man. It so was, it, so what you so uh you know, we didn't really talk about it. Uh, what you think of the church? Because we know how I, I, we know I how picky it. you are. I did. I I talked about it with <laughs> oh. Jay a little bit. I, we didn't talk about it, right? But no, man, I, I'm I'm impressed on so many levels, man. Like the preacher, uh, the pastor. I don't know his name. Uh, Hunter. Hunter. Um, you need to listen to our episode. Solid, Aichiwawa. Solid word. Solid word. Um, very strong gospel. Yes. And you know, I I appreciate that. That's that that's very rare these days. Yeah. You know, yeah. people with his stance. Um, and then, um, for it being s- such a small church to Atlanta standards, because it's not actually a small church, um, um, not in my opinion. It's right. Not, it's, it's, I think it's uh, not a small church. I think you said 130. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's it's. And that's a, even with all the people that were to, that were not here. To me, that's something that is not no long. It's no longer a church plant. Once you once you go past a hundred members, that's not a church plant anymore. It's a church. Well, uh, according to the church planting people, <laughs> it's, still, it, a it's still a church. Well, plant. I, I, I get it. It's, it's a money, still it's church plant. It's not even like an established church yet. Yeah, like two hundred. No, two hundred is still considered a church plant. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, tell me about. Um, it. So when you get two hundred one, 
<laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. You're a church. You're, you're a church. Nah, <laughs> when you, when like, you get to a one, you got to pick one. You got to pick somebody I'll to kick them what, out. I'll tell you what makes it a church. You're a real man. church. It's it's the culture of the church. Like yes. He, he was talking about culture, and I'm looking at the church, and there's pe- there's probably representing like 30 different cultures. I mean, I, I'm I'm grabbing a number out of my hat, obviously. Right. But I mean, I saw black, I saw Hispanics, and I'm talking about all of Central America pretty much. Right. <laughs> right. Right. right? Yes. And then you have people from the Middle East. Um you have a regular, you know, like American people. Yeah. You know, uh you have, Caribbean. You have the re- all, like the regular the yeah, regular people. No flavor. Then you have, no the, flavor. Then you have the regular the black and whites. <laughs> you know, you have, <laughs> like you the have cookies. black culture. You have you, right. you know, then you have the Caribbean, you have Cuban, Dominican, Puerto Rico, you know, you got Polacks. You know, like, yeah. Yo, I mean, yo. You know, you got everything in there. Yeah. Um, so, like, that really impressed me that that happened. I don't know how it happened, how he attracted that kind of a congregation, but just the fact that that they're there. Right. It's a huge deal, right? Because the lead singer of the worship, the lead Filipino. worship guy, he's Filipino. Filipino, mm-hmm. some, yeah. I, yeah. I was gonna say he's some, he's some Asian. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, Filipino. Fil- he's Filipino. That's an, a whole other part of the world too, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a beautiful thing, man. Like w- you know what? When people, it's funny because people talk about heaven, like how, what heaven's gonna look right. like. And I'm and there's like cliches. And they all get it wrong. Everybody, everybody says you know cliches. <laughs> it's oh, gonna like be segregated. I, no wait, no, no, it's not. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. <laughs> no, like they have a beautiful picture of it. You know, like in, in, in such a small church, they have a beautiful picture of having everybody together. Right, and, and yeah, and we we actually had a conversation about that um, in the car a couple of weeks ago, um, last week actually with 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 uh, with Mike. Michael about uh, the you know the church it's very organic how that happened you know mm-hmm. he set out it was like part of the vision is to have kind of a diverse church but then it it just kind of grew into that you know he brought a bunch of people with him so I mean it's I think it's because and we think it's part of it is just because it's, you know I mean he's a white guy married to a Mexican lady yeah and that this that alone will attract it sparks it you know attracts people that that might not think well wait a minute well you know well, the pastor's marriage is diverse well the the pastor I, cause I asked the pastor the, that question and he, uh the pastor and I think maybe the co-pastor I, I, they were together and they mentioned of the way they reach people they were talking about how they do outreach and they were like well we we just reach out to people in the community yeah. Right. Meaning that they don't care what they look like. Right. Like they're just reaching out to people to help them. And in reaching out to help them, that's what they got. Right. And and that's that's the beauty of it. Right. And I think that's that's uh that's what that's what um when churches talk about we want to be diverse, mm-hmm. they're they're what they're talking about is we want to have black people, we want to have Latino people, right. we want to have Asian people. And so then their focus is kind of like we want to target these groups. Right. It's where where it, it then then it doesn't happen because it's it's not it's organic it's very organic the way it happened at encounter which mm-hmm. is what we appreciate mm-hmm. is the fact that listen we're just gonna preach the gospel and then then God's gonna attract whoever the God sends that's who we're gonna and that's preach it. to and that's how it should be right you know I think that's how you get a diversity even if you look at a church and you're like well they're not that diverse but if you're preaching the gospel and the Holy Spirit is bringing people in you're you're going to achieve diversity regardless of what that yeah. you think that might look like. 
Yeah. You understand he, what I'm saying? He, he said, well, those are the people that are around here. Like, he was like, that's the people in Atlanta. Right. You know, like, that's that's who's out here. And th- these are the people that we reach. Yeah, so. Like, that's great. Yeah, so it's, yeah. So it was awesome. Um, I told you about the worship, right? It was, it's, it was, it's, it's a big sound for a little room. It was big, wasn't it? It was, it's a it's it a was, big sound. It and was it, big. It, yeah. It can, like I remember, I told you, like it could compete with, like some of these mega churches almost. Absolutely. It, as, as far as just that the the just the the sound of it, but it's very still very kind of intimate, mm-hmm. where you kind of lose out in some of the bigger places. So yeah, no no room for a stage. That's that, I think that was really cool that there was no stage, no separation between. Right. The worship ministers and right. when the they when they asked me to speak a couple of weeks ago, I, I brought my own stage because I need that separation. Oh, you need to be elevated. I need to be elevated. Yeah, I see. I, 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 I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I, super tall. I brought, I'm always elevated. I, brought, I just I bring my milk crate. You bring, you bring your own <laughs> soapbox. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Very true. Uh, very put, true. I put it up there. Uh, <laughs> He has a collapsible uh, a collapsible soapbox uh, that he carries in carries, the car with him. Carries with me, every, me everywhere I go. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so all right. So we had Junior J. Uh, anything uh, anything kind of fun happen this this weekend? Would you? Uh, you posted on it. I thought that was probably the funnest thing to happen. The funnest thing. The funnest thing was we went strawberry picking yesterday. Right, you went strawberry picking yesterday, and it was. You know, it's with it's with Bean, right? So, they they advertise that they had a petting zoo, right? Yo, June, you're gonna you're gonna love this. They have a petting zoo, right? So we go strawberry picking, right? No more baskets. Now they do like the little containers, right? So it filled up really fast. <laughs> Get out of here! Right? It filled up really fast. It filled up really fast. But it's fine because they have a park and they have a petting zoo, and then they have a hayride thing, right? <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting somewhere. So. It was funny because because of the in laws, Bean has been learning a lot a lot more Polish. When we <laughs> when we were picking when we were picking strawberries, he was speaking Spanish. Mira, papi, mira, mira, que grande, mira, lo hay, mira. So like, oh, so many so many jokes, so many jokes, right? So many jokes, so many jokes, right? So anyway, right? So the little containers filled up quick. So we went to the playground, this big jumping thing, right? So then I'm like, yo, let's go to the petting zoo. Right, because you're like, what little kid doesn't like a petting zoo? You ready? The petting zoo was nothing but goats. Yeah, that makes sense. Nothing but goats. That's about the only thing you can have that you can pet. <laughs> that won't eat you. They didn't have anything, nothing at all. <laughs> Just a bunch of cabritos around everywhere. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> nothing but goats, and we. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta pay to get in to, to no no like it's, it's no you 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 pay for I was like how for one thing it's for everything oh okay so but I'm laughing because I'm like where's the zoo <laughs> at it's least a, it's a zoo I think I think <laughs> at least at least I have think, a chicken <laughs> I think the zoo is you and the the goats get to hang out with you yeah the goats get to <laughs> see <laughs> all the weirdos yo so everybody was just like standing looking around of course the kids are like because it was um a lot of like kids mm-hmm. like small goats and like so every all the little all the little kids were like petting all the little goats or whatever right <laughs> they had the big ones you know but so so more than they had they had the big ones what like behind fences goats i had goats in every bit really i had, I had, I had them bite. 
I had goats that big. Right, they'll, they'll bite and kick you too, and, and yeah, and, and ram you. And ram you. And ram I, had, I had one ramming my. I, mean, I, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I had one ramming. ramming. I, had, <laughs> I had goats growing up, like <laughs> legit goats, man. <laughs> I had one ramming my shoes. Like he kept ramming my feet, right? Pero, there was one that kept like trying to jump into the stroller to like That's eat. What was in the stroller? <laughs> and we like try to get it off, right? And Magda's like, no, 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 like just like, just like waving her hands, thinking it was gonna get out. I was like, you need to physically grab that little thing and take it off the stroller, right? And then when she, she like picked it up and put it away, it came right back. But this time it jumped on, and it was just like trying to. I was like, smack that goat the hell off, because. I'm guessing she's never had goats, right? And I'm like, oh, you need to, like, and I got, yeah, goats, something to eat. Goats, goats are hard headed, man. They very, they're, they're hard headed. Yeah. I was like, hey, get out of there, right? And what? I, like, I, I smacked it, I smacked it in the, <laughs> smacked it on the, on the, on the side, on the side, on the side of, of, this, of his leg. Yeah. They're, and then they're it just great. started, they're great for the grass, though. Away. They're great for cutting grass. Great for cutting grass. Like, if, you know, and they're also delicious. Just let them out. I like the delicious part. <laughs> They're also delicious. They they are pretty good. If but you gotta cook them right. You gotta cook them right. Goats like deer, smell like deer. You have to cook them right. If not, then it's just tough and it's not very good. Uh huh. Then it's just jerky. And they also smell. The smell when you're cooking a goat, is horrible. But it's delicious. Wait, you're supposed to take the skin off of them and the hair. Then it doesn't. doesn't it's delicious. No, it still smells bad. It still smells bad. Oh, um, and then and then the hayride, ready? The hayride was <laughs> like a tractor pulling something, like some created something with like benches a, inside, like a right? Cart. Yeah. And um there was no hay anywhere. No hay? <laughs> no hay on the hayride. And it pulled us out to the field where there were a bunch of cows and cow pies everywhere. And it stopped in the middle of the field. Dude gives everybody bread to feed the cows that come over to eat like like bread. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm just like I didn't even know cows eat bread. The cows eat anything. And I'm like Yeah, they're not. Hey Bean, come here, Bean. Here. Give the cow bread. And Mike's like, no, no, babe. It's gonna snap in his fingers. No. It's like, no, it's not. So like, you've never been around a cow? What the heck's wrong with you? <laughs> I thought you grew up in a farm in Poland. <laughs> And he was there, giving it beat, giving it bread, and the dad is like, "Hey, come here, look, put your finger here, so that the cow could lick his hand." Yeah, I mean, for that, for his experience, it I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Like, get all excited with the goats and the cows. <laughs> I'm like, funniest part, funniest part. Before I stop, stop yapping. At the at the petting zoo, <laughs> the petting zoo. They had one of those, you know how they do those cutouts so you could stick your head in mm-hmm. and take a picture? <laughs> it was a cow, a chicken, a rooster. All these animals that were not, not at the there. zoo. <laughs> and no goat. <laughs> it's like, no goat. At least I have a goat painted there as no, well. because but they no have goat. goats. You put it, the animals that you was don't your, have. That was your, your multi-animal experience. That was how diverse, how yeah, diverse that farm was. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't matter because it's about the strawberries, and those strawberries were good. Were they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. They were like there was. I I wasn't gonna have any, but I, I kind of went and had a couple, and it was like no, they were good. Wow. Yeah, really. And good. I don't like strawberries, but that. And the first, <laughs> the first thing that we um that we mentioned when, me, we get, when we got stra- into the house, strawberries, strawberries, strawberries. When we got into the house, was like, look, 
This is why people buy all those um those strawberries with the with the the stuff added to them and the GMOs and all that stuff because one strawberry can feed three people. <laughs> like these but, these fresh organic but, strawberries for the farm are tiny. small as hell. Yeah, they're tiny and they, and they don't look nice either. Yeah, what you don't know is those strawberries are GMO. <laughs> they just engineered them to be small so that people that are oh, about non-GMO no. nonsense are like, oh, no, these are not gmo No, those are GMO. <laughs> it's all a scam. They're all GMO. Everything is GMO. The air we breathe is GMO. Um, all right, well, that's what's up. So, so Junior came to play drums, and Jay went and picked strawberries. strawberries. So what have you done? I picked strawberries. I did not do I picked a thing. I didn't do anything this weekend. This weekend no, wait, was very pause, non-productive. Pause. Let's, let's, let's not lie. I didn't pick any strawberries. I didn't pick any strawberries at all. Mira, nene. Mira. Mira ya. Mira ya. Mira ya. Go pick that one. Get that one. Get that one. <laughs> well, especially strawberries because they're so close to the ground. You would have picked peaches if you guys wanted to pick peaches because <laughs> I would have been picking up bean. Yeah. I mean, we did that when we went apple picking. You would have got your exercise. Your I, had a, I had to pick up bean. And Kenny, because Kenny was with us too. Oh, that to little pick, that little apples. sandbag. <laughs> so <laughs> that kid was heavy. That kid was heavy. <laughs> Probably still is. Uh, nah, man, my weekend was cool. I had I had, I had coffee with a guy from the church. <laughs> that was like the, I came home and took a nap. That's the like hipster thing to do. That was by a. Oh. What is the hipster thing to do? Have coffee. <laughs> like, have coffee. Have coffee take shot. a nap. That's, take a nap. That's <laughs> that's hipster to take have coffee and take a nap. Yeah. Oh. Then I guess I'll, that's fine. I'll be hipster because it was a good nap. It was a good and it was a good cup of coffee. There you go. I wish I could take a nap. Yeah, I went to this new um uh this new place um here off of Chastain called uh, Tintos. 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 It's a Colombian joint. Uh, Who'd you go with? Uh, Dan, one of the guys. Dan, Dan from, Dan, from Dan, church. Dan, yeah, yeah. We met up. That's um, like um, chit chat. That's the KSU hotspot. Right. That's where all the kids well, are. there was there was no there wasn't a hotspot. At ten o'clock in the morning on well, Saturday, they're, they're not really in class right now. But uh, well, like nah, every, man. everybody that comes to um to the worship night—that's right, we have worship night on Friday. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> how did we forget that? Hello, everybody that comes to the worship night, legacy, right? Yeah, legacy night, legacy, legacy nights. They they they're always at Tintos. Like all their pictures of everything Dude, is always hanging out at Tintos. Here's the thing, though, right? It so it's it's owned by Colombians. You know, and they're getting their beans from Colombia. You know, whatever the however they're getting them sourced or whatever. But it's inexpensive too. Nice. You know, like a, I'll get a I'll get a double shot espresso. Like the cost of real coffee, like yeah, it's like I'll like get a double what shot. Coffee supposed to cost. Yeah, I, I'll get a double shot espresso, and it's like two thirty something, two forty something. Yeah, okay. Nice. Yeah. That okay. Right. You know, I mean, it's not. You know, it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not six dollars. It's like right. You're not paying like four dollars for a, or or double that at I a paid Starbucks five or whatever. For a mocha. The other day, I was like, "Man, this is crazy." Yeah, yeah right, but yeah, we had legacy nights. So we had legacy on Friday. We were talking about me. I mean, you make it out. Yeah, but you nights. were there too. Oh, I was right. So, um, <laughs> or was I? But the deal is, um, like I wanted, I wanted to point something out because you pointed it out this happened last month too. Correct. Right. That um, it was a different crew, a, a completely different crowd. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The only people that were the same were the worship team. And then the boyfriend of one of the girls in the worship team. That could be a good thing. 
No, we're not saying it's a bad thing. No, yeah. no, it's a great thing. It's we a, love this. It's just a, it's a funny thing because it's we've done it. Yeah. We've done it. Uh, this is the third time, mm-hmm. and I think. Well, no, with the that one kid that was there, I can't think of his name. That he was there last night, but he was there at the first one too. Who Logan? Uh, uh no. Um, Lucas. Is it Lucas? I don't know the the kid, the autistic kid. Oh, Michael. Michael. I know. That's Lo- right, Michael. Yeah, he wasn't there. The, he wasn't there last last month. Last month, but he was. You know. Uh-huh. But I mean, Logan, he's coming because yeah, he's, yeah. he's coming to hang out. Uh, and then the boyfriends, obviously he's coming because his girlfriend's singing in the in the group. And then uh, then Logan's girl was here visiting. Yeah, she's visiting from college. Yeah, but it was Which weird. funny because I, I was I was a youth pastor. We had so many right? we had so, so many kids today, like little kids last this week. It was well, that's the thing. Like Magda's new boss came and um and he wow. and he, <laughs> he brought the team. He's a. He's a teen. He's a he's a foster parent. <laughs> okay. So he has a lot of foster. He has a lot of foster kids. How old are kids. these kids? Like little anywhere little from kids. babies to like toddlers, huh. to um, well the twins, right? The only and and then his right. niece and his mother in law, right? The only one that oh that was the older lady was his right. mother in law. I was th- I was th- I thought that was his wife, but I I was like no the wife was one that always had the baby in her and the well the morenita. And she was always carrying. She was always carrying um, one of the babies. Oh, I told her. There's a little baby. She was Morenita. Yeah, I didn't see her, and the the lights were low, so I guess I didn't see her because I didn't see her. All I saw was the older lady holding the baby. The and then the niece, like because she had like an older girl, right? So the only one that's theirs, I just found this out um, yesterday. The only one that's theirs is the older boy. Gotcha. All right. I think the two. The, I think the twins. They were finally adopted. Right. Sure. Whatever. I, whatever. I, th- whatever. These kids were like running all over the place. So I couldn't really track. No, the 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 older kids weren't. It was the it was just the toddlers. <laughs> just the, the toddlers. But uh, he's a foster parent, and um, that's um. Yeah, yeah, like a that's 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 a dope thing. To, that's that's a dope thing to do, especially for 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 Christians. I think all Christians should at least foster if, if they can adopt. If you can sure. do it, if you can do it, you should do sure. it. Yes, if you can do it. That's what I'm saying. If I, you can, you I should. Cannot, I cannot do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not right now. Or ever. Let's find out after next week. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on next week? I don't know. What is going it's, on it's next fa- week? Do I have to keep tabs on Facebook? It's Father's Day, right? So Next week is Father's <laughs> Day, Father's so say hi to your fathers. If they're not here, my, then... My, father, my father's dead. Then <laughs> go, go to the grave and say hi to the grave. Right, yeah. so um, no, but it was dope. It's dope. I love the fact that it's month three, and month three is a different set of people. Yeah, and it was, and it was, um, we had some. It was a little bit of a hiccup because the guitar player didn't show up till halfway through. Dude, like he was leaving, and they told him he needed to stay because like his replacement didn't show up. So, but you know, we pushed through, and, cool. and that's cool. the and that's the that's the thing. You know, you do it. You do it what you can. And actually, it turned out to be okay. It wasn't that yeah. bad. It was, um, it was cool. Singing a cappella. Cool. Went old school. Went primitive Baptist. <laughs> we got primitive Baptist on them fools. Uh. That's right. That's right. right. Only, thing more, only thing that would have made it completely primitive Baptist if we had told the men to sit on one side and the women on the other. You, you guys have a drum over there. Y'all could have played a drum. Played that drum. No. <laughs> I'd be like, duh, duh, ah, duh, duh, ah. We will. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, whatever works. I saw a drum sitting, sitting in the living room. 
that little drum that I gave, I gave. Eso está desafinado. Why? But nobody would know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no one no because the beat would be da 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 But no, it was it was it was no, it was yeah. So the next one will be we haven't July thirteenth. July oh, I said it that night, dude. The second Friday in July. July thirteenth. I don't pay attention ever to anything. Put it in the calendar. That's how I know. Um, yeah. So July thirteenth, we'll have the next one. So that should be and everybody. And anybody, and 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 maybe this time we'll see invited. some repeat offenders. will come and worship with us. Cool. Because I mean, remember, it's summer, so a lot of these, a lot of the people that show up are students. Yeah, yeah, so they are. go home and whatever. So. And and we're working on some stuff with it. So I mean, we're we got a lot of little things. We got to start focusing in and, and nailing some stuff down because uh, we've gotten a little we've gotten a little scatterbrained. Uh, but no, for me, I didn't do nothing. I had nothing fun this weekend, like you guys. With y'all exciting, your exciting lives. Um, I went and watched the movie. That's all I did. <laughs> how was it? I watched uh, Hotel Artemis. Yeah, I know. How was it? It was okay. It was not what I expected. Not what I had hoped. Uh, so, it was not, so it wasn't good. So, it, but it was no. I'm not saying it wasn't good. It was. I'm saying it wasn't good. You know, it was it was all right, but it wasn't what I had ex- what I thought it was going to be. I was expecting something completely different. I was going to watch Ocean's Eight, but. Movie Pass didn't cover it because they were showing it in IMAX. <laughs> so I was like, Ocean's guess. Eight, yeah, like so. Ocean Seven, Ocean's Eight. No, like Ocean's Eleven, Eleven. And Ocean's Eight. No, like, like, but it's the same people. Like, yes, no, that really. It's no. well, it's it's the, a female crew, but they're in the same movie universe. Mm. So, so Sandra Bullock plays the sister of George Clooney. George Clooney. I like from, Sandra Bullock from the Ocean's movie. She's a good actor. So. Anyway, so that's what I so you know whatever, um, and then uh, yeah, maybe 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 by next week I'll have something something, something fun, fun yeah, something yeah. fun to well, announce. Let's, let's find out two about weeks, that. two weeks, in two weeks. Yeah, because Father's Day is on Sunday, and we, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Dirt. <sighs> All right, yeah, I'm done with Jay. Um, <laughs> let's move on. All right, so quickly, All right, we're gonna move on quickly because we got a lot of ground to cover. Um. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and announce the song for this week that we're choosing, um, and then we're gonna kind of roll into our two stories um, because uh, it all kind of fits. It, all of this kind of fits in perfectly in 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 a way um, with a lot of the stuff that's been kind of going on and and right. um right, right, right. in in uh, society today here in America especially. Uh, so to this week's song that we're uh, we're choosing, and we want you guys to listen to, and as always, it'll be uh, there is a music video for it, and it will be um, on the, uh, the the website. One of our favorite groups here uh, at the podcast, Christ of Far Eye, and the song is called "Your Beauty Chase Me," and other than it being just a it's a very kind of worship style song, right? Um, the video was cool. Roots worship. What's what's cool about the video is that they're doing a music video, and part of that video is them going uh, to minister to a group of um, Native Americans, Hava Havasupi, Havasupai Indians uh, in Supai Falls, which is in the the bottom of the, the Grand bottom Canyon. of the Grand what? Canyon. Which uh, we're watching this video, and we're like. 
Junior, so Junior is like that, that's green screen. All right, no, excuse me, that's yellow screen. That's yellow screen. <laughs> that's the yellow screen. <laughs> so that new. That's that new. That's that new 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 technology. <laughs> <laughs> because it looked, it does, it did. I mean, it was. It looks weird, man. It I w- mean, the people look real. It looked great. What do you mean? It, it looked, looked amazing. Weird? I think it's because you know it, what it, it is. It might be the four. I think it's though. the four, the high def and yeah. the four K, uh, um, the four K TV kind of uh, upconverts that high def and yeah. sometimes it gives it a little bit of that. And the fact that we've never seen that, and we before, yeah, I, and we I, I, and we're still in disbelief that that actually exists like, down there. Like there was like this, like these little waterfalls, like, yeah, and like the, oasis and the, in the and, middle of the canyon, and the rivers, the the water was like crystal clear, it was like blue. You know, it was like the Caribbean water. You know, like, like yeah. you would expect to. You know, like, it was. It, but it's but it's Junior doesn't believe it, but it's real. Nah, I'm like Thomas, man. I, I gotta I gotta be there. So we're gonna we're gonna take you and drop you off a Let's helicopter. Go. You let us know if it's real or not when you land. Let's go. Um, so but but uh, Christafari, uh, it's cool because they they show um, you know as they as they go into this into this village to to share the gospel, uh, the Supai village at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, um, Arizona. Uh, they go to do a concert and to minister and take supplies and that kind of thing. Um, so it, it and give free concerts and give and they you know yeah they give a concert they give the supplies they tell these kids about Jesus they tell these people about Jesus they even celebrate which I thought I thought was very cool they even celebrated that their culture with mm-hmm. them yes along yep. with um, you know it wasn't like oh, we're just gonna hear the to do this, but it's like you teach us about your culture, and we're going to teach you about Jesus. You know, that's like that exchange. It's always yeah. very, very cool to see that that mindset and that that style of of, um, of ministering. Right? It's um, not. It's not about this is all wrong and demonic. You need this only. Right? It's an embracing. You know, it's a, of, an of acknowledgement, culture, yes. a respect. You know, it's dope. So, um, so Christ Safari, your beauty chased me. Roots, uh, roots reggae worship. Original worship song, right? Um, definitely check it out on the uh, on the website. Tomorrow. On the website tomorrow. The next thing we're going to jump on is <clears throat> uh, the next story we're going to jump on is uh, so there's this lady by the name of um, Heidi Baker. Um, she has a, a ministry. Uh, her and her husband uh, they're missionaries, and they're out in Mozambique. And so, as always, we always like to point out. We always like to share when when um, fellow believers. Are, uh, you know, are under attack, potentially under attack, right? You know, persecution, persecution, potential persecution, kind of those things. Because we always want, like, and, and I will always say this. I will always say this. We always want to be aware of of the real persecution that's going on outside of our country, uh, because we get all, you know, like I said, I always say, it, we get caught up in thinking that because if somebody tells us, oh, you can't, you know, oh, hey, listen. Don't have your your Bible on your desk. Put it in your desk drawer. Uh, you know, oh, I'm being persecuted to the nth degree. Um, and yet, in another country, you got people that are getting murdered because they're Christians. So it's that that kind of that perspective. And also, you know, so that we're aware what's going on in the kingdom, so that we can pray. So we can pray. Um, and and maybe even God calls some of you, right? Not us, but some of you. <laughs> you know, to go into these hot spots. Not, not me. Because you, not yes, me or not you, me. but. Them. No, no, maybe you Junior. Be, you, you no, not me. You. <laughs> I'm not going. Um, Man, I, I got to be sent for me to go. So we're sending you. We're no, data no, collection no, no, tonight. We're gonna. A GoFundMe we're page go has been opened. Uh, <laughs> no, not, not that kind of sent. Uh, we've got. Uh, all we need is a thousand dollars to send Junior to no. Mozambique. We need a goat too, so he can say bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
he can buy the goat when he gets there. We can just give him pocket money for that. Um, True that. True that. So Heidi Baker uh, issued a prayer request because um, in in uh, in Mozambique right now uh, there are Islamic extremists that have been killing Christians, burning villages, um, about sixty miles north uh, of their headquarters, um, where they are in northern uh, Mozambique. Mozambique. And so, and Heidi Heidi Baker, you know, she has headquarters there, but um, she's based out of Nashville. Right with Iris International, <clears throat> she's done conferences and stuff out there. Right, right, right. and um, uh, yeah, and she's um, she was in the uh, Holy Ghost videos. Correct. Um, that's what I was trying to remember. And she was in those Holy Ghost videos, uh, and and the thing is that they don't, you know, it's not, you know, they have a ministry where you know they, you know, they run schools. Right. They, uh, they uh, here we go. Yeah, uh, they operate feeding programs, uh, for for thousands of orphans. They run free health clinics, manage primary secondary schools have fostered several thousand church plants. So, I mean, these are like kingdom people doing kingdom work yes. in areas that need the kingdom. Um, so we want to remember them, uh, you know, because like 60 miles is nothing as far as distance. Uh-huh. You know, for, for somebody to, you know, you know, you get in a car, you're there in an hour, and... You know, so it's it's very close. It, it's very close. This dangerous. We want to make sure we pray for them, pray for those people that are being attacked by these extremists, um, and pray that in the midst of all that chaos and all that darkness, right, that the that the light the the light of God, you know, shines through. Correct. Um, yes. And uh, in those situations, and I got a feeling that those that are fleeing are going to be fleeing to Heidi's ministry. Yeah. And where they're gonna where they're gonna not just get fed physically, but they're gonna get they're gonna get fed but, spiritually. They're gonna get but, to hear about but Jesus. That, but that also puts a ta- puts an even bigger target. You know, I'll, I'll be the guy to say it. That will put a, an even bigger target on on them, their organization, and what they're doing there, right? Because if they're being persecuted, and that's where the people that are being persecuted are running to, then that's where they'll go, right? So you, you know, we gotta. Yeah. We gotta really like rally together and just and, and and pray for for their safety, right? Pray God's will. There's there's an, an, an anybody in the body of Christ that is in those places because their whole ministry is gonna suffer. Yeah, not, not just them. Yeah, you know, right. without a doubt. Yeah. Well, will it suffer or will it thrive? Because Both. right, because suffering the, the suff the suffering, suffering will produce the thriving. Right. But so, there'll still suffer. I mean, there will there will be some suffering, but I think if we think kingdom mindedness, mm-hmm. we all know that the church always thrives in persecution. Absolutely, it doesn't, it doesn't thrive in. It, it doesn't make it a good thing, right? No, <laughs> but but it but it but it makes it. But it is a thing, you know, because yeah. we we've always talked and we've talked about this before. You know, we 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 tend to, especially here in the states, because mm-hmm. we're we're safe. You know, we we tend to think of suffering as a bad thing, right? You know, it's bad that you're suffering. But Jesus said you're going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? And Paul said, I've suffered, right? But but it's been a good thing. My suffering has been for, like, good. So I'm just saying, like, that's that's how I try to that's how I try to shift my thinking when I think about these things. That, yes, physically they're suffering. They might suffer. But it's, it's easy. It's, it's easy it is. seeing it from this side of the. But that's the point. That's, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. But that's the point. That's the yeah. that's the point. That's what. That's exactly the point I'm making. Yeah. But it's but it's we we have to think that way. Mm. You know we can't think oh poor people they're gonna suffer, 
but it's well you know <laughs> they're they're doing something that that we won't do we won't do yeah um so this week uh we and we i'm gonna i'm gonna preface it like this as we as we dive into um what we're gonna be talking about today uh the topic is help right or the the title is help right um so this week we had um uh two celebrities um that that committed suicide. Well, now it's three. Well, no, but this guy was. Did he die? Did he commit suicide, or did he, or did he die of a drug overdose? Well, it wasn't a drug overdose because he was in rehab. Well, I mean, so those guys die of drug overdoses all the time in rehab. In rehab, eh, yeah. I don't just, know. <laughs> just because uh, <laughs> they're in rehab, don't mean they ain't getting the drugs. <laughs> they get the drugs in jail. <laughs> you know, they get them everywhere. Uh, look that up. So we'll start with the first two. So, and I cannot think of this lady's name. Um, Kate Spade. Kate Spade, uh, who was a fashion uh, designer. Um, she was known for some purses. I think it was kind of the big, where she kind of blew up and then she sold the business. So she killed herself. She committed suicide uh, earlier in the week by hanging, I believe. She hung herself yes. off of her, um, off know. the doorknob. Then a couple of days later, wait, what? Is she that short? Uh, no, but people do that all the time. Off a doorknob? Yeah. How do you do that? So you tighten, you tighten that's it how, up real that's short. How Robin Williams killed himself too. Yeah, you tighten it up real short to where when you when you drop, you're you know you're just hanging, but you I mean you're it's a slow choke. Yeah, it's you're like a sad. Robin Williams tied the rope to his neck and to a doorknob, and sat in a chair, and leaned it forward. Until he choked himself out. That's crazy. Yeah, so... I'll say this. That's some brave stuff. Because I don't got the... (laughs) I'm just saying, bro. I don't got the... The The stones? The stones? The stones. Yo, no, man. No. Yeah, like... Yeah. Um, Yeah, hang... Suicide by hanging is... You've got to have a... a, It's got to be that bad. Right? Uh, Um emotionally spiritually or whatever because you know if you don't if you don't snap your neck right away you're gonna die slowly wow you know so so kate spade hung herself uh she committed suicide it was like on monday and like two or three days later we get that anthony bourdain Bourdain. commits suicide you know and anthony bourdain's guy had like you know um uh what was that show uh he had a, he had several several shows where he was traveling. Fly, uh, he had one where he was like he would land in an airport and he would go twenty five minutes out and discover food and uh, no reservation. That's one I'm thinking about. So he had like no reservations. He had all these travel shows, super successful. Um, you know, he came out of the out of the New York uh, food scene. Wrote a book. Right. He's like that's um, what I was telling Junior because Junior had never heard of Anthony Bourdain or or Spade. And um, I never I had never heard of her. Yeah. I have. Anyway, um, <laughs> never heard of Anthony Bourdain, right? But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll say it. I live under a rock. I don't, but um, I yeah, because he doesn't. You know, yeah. he doesn't have TV. Right. He doesn't, right. But um, right. Like he was a New Yorker. Right. Right. He was a New Yorker, self-made. Came, so was she, though, right? Yeah, she was. She was too. But she came from money, she right? Like Anthony. Newton. A- Anthony Bourdain, like like self-made street kid, job at a restaurant. Worked like, his way up. Worked yeah. his way up until yeah. he became like this world-renowned chef. Right. Wrote right? A, yeah, he wrote a book, uh, Kitchen Confidential, kind of the 
well, they said the underbelly of of the New York City food scene. Uh, food scene. And, and, and I, I, I was reading, I wasn't reading, I saw an interview of his where the reason why he got so famous, right, because he was going to quit everything and he was depressed because the restaurant wasn't working, wasn't like being, becoming successful. And um, he wrote that Kitchen Confidential was a letter to the New Yorker, right? And he did it as something to do, right? And then his mom found it and told him, well, I know somebody at the New Yorker, you know, just mail it to them. It's like, nah, it's that is crap. Nobody's going to read it. They're not going to do anything with it. So then I think he was like high or drunk or both or whatever. Right. And he went and he sent it in, right, just for the hell of it. Never heard back from the person. Never heard back from the person. So he just gave up. And then his mom calls like, hey, your letter's in the New Like your thing is in the New Yorker as an article. Not like not as a letter, right to the editor, it, right? Yeah. It was like he, like he printed it in the New Yorker as an article, and because of that, his mom continually pushing him to send a letter and some drunken binge or whatever, right? Right. <laughs> like he, um, that's yes. when and then he wrote the book. He, that's when it blew up, and the New York Times got bestseller, famous, blah, 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 and, and then yeah. he ended up doing these travel shows, and mm-hmm. um, they're awesome. Like I don't, I don't watch reality type stuff. His, I would, uh, I, I would watch it just as a time waster because it was always interesting because it was funny uh he would history you would swear it wasn't scripted yeah i mean you would have history you would and then you would have him eating and he wasn't pretentious that was the you know a lot of food shows you got like the 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 chefs and stuff they're real pretentious about well you know and he was like i love to eat pork this is the best pork oh and he was just he would would also he would also go to like the hole in the wall places right right he would ask the locals hey what's the what's the food like known, what's the best known food in this part of the world? Oh, well, like whatever, oh, like yeah. like pig guts, right? Yeah, whatever, this cart, right? this cart right? makes the best pig guts in the I, city. No, this lady, I love pig guts. This lady, this lady in this house <laughs> with the with the dog side on the side of the house with the red roof, she makes the best whatever. And he would try to find this lady's house, go there with all these cameras, knock on the door, and say, "Hey, so yeah, we found, we were told that you make the best whatever." And then, like, she would cook it for him. Yeah, and wow. he loved, and he would and be he, there, and he and would he, just try to learn how to make it, and he would try it. And he like, was, <laughs> and he was, and he was anti vegetarians, <laughs> vegans, <laughs> awesome. which is why we, he, he loved pork. Like, he was like, pork is the best, like the best meat. You know, we're like, yo, like this dude knows. <laughs> That's right. So, I forgot about you know, that. He was very anti vegan. Yeah. So, um, so you know, he uh, he committed suicide. Um, did you find out about this kid? It, they still don't say. They still don't say. So then another celebrity died. I don't know who this kid was because I never watched any of the shows he was on. But Yes, you did. Okay. I never watched the Goldbergs. Okay. No, you did it. I thought you um, watched the Goldbergs. No, I watched one episode. Um, no, but yes, you did because he was a Modern Family also. I don't remember him from Modern Family. I don't no. remember him from anything. So, so. <laughs> the point is a poor kid died. Um, <laughs> uh you know, but this fits because he was in rehab, right? And he was, and people go to rehab for what? Yeah, exactly. You know, for drugs, drugs and alcohol, um, which we know um, when you when you're an addict, it's because you're you're trying to fill something. You're trying to fill a void, right? You're trying to fill some kind of void. You're trying to forget something, right? You're trying to uh, erase um, something that's going going on. And so and he was only twenty years old, man. And he was twenty. So we have these these people that um, are, are seemingly at at the top of their fields. Right, they're rich, right? They're famous, 
Uh, they're the kind of people that can go to a restaurant and they'll get seated before you, even if you have a reservation and they don't, <laughs> right? Uh, they might even tell you, uh, hey, man, your reservation is being pushed back an hour because we're going to seat these people, right? That, that, like they're on, they're on that level. They're on that level that all of us at one point or another in our lives have kind of aspired to or thought of that, how great would that be to be able to be in that position yet, Right. The idea is that there was something something was going on in their lives that caused them to to feel that the that was the only answer. Well, Kate Spade, right? Kate Spade, it was it was put out there, right, that she was struggling with depression for a long time. Right. right? Well it's all yeah, it's right? always like her, her sister her sister in an interview stated, you know, that she had really real issues with depression and like the fact that that happened like didn't surprise her because in all the talks or whatever, like that was like a topic and she would try to like help her or try to have her get help, but but you know, she wouldn't for 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 sake of appearance. Right. Right. So that's <laughs> that's another thing. Right. So, you know the thing <clears throat> the thing is that I, I was reading somewhere, I was like, Oh, why do we care? You know when celebrities like kill themselves, and and it's because we and I, and I think I said this on Friday at, at at Legacy Nights. You know we see only what they want us to see, right? Right. We see the persona that they put on on TV and their TV shows or red carpet affairs, pictures, right? See them smiling. We see the greatness. Like, oh man, we wish you had that life. Such a great life. Such a great life. But we don't know. <laughs> The internal struggle or the struggle that they're or the suffering that they're going through behind closed doors, right? Only people close to them know what that is. Like like Kate Spade, you see her smiling and laughing and with all these pictures, right? Very successful, right? But we didn't know that she was like struggling with depression, right? Right to 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 the to the point where, right? And and you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the reason we care is because we idolize celebrities so much that if yeah, that's wow, it. that if if they if they can kill if they're gonna kill themselves and they have all this stuff that I don't have and they have all this access that I don't have, then what chance do I stand? Yeah, right. Where where how am if, I gonna make it? If you get depressed, well, even if you don't, because you know. See, and that's and we still the, don't know why or what we drove Anthony Bourdain. We don't know why Anthony himself. Bourdain killed himself. People, you don't, you know, you could be depressed. Um, you could be sad. I mean, there's, you know, we we want to always say was well, depression. And that's why people kill themselves. My grandfather killed himself. He hung himself. Um, <clears throat> we don't know why, but we do know that he was very angry before he killed himself because of some other stuff that had that, that was going on. For all we know, he was just so angry that he was just like, well, I'm just going to end it because I don't see how I'm going to, because I'm so fed up. Because the Gonzaleses are very volatile like that. And so he killed himself. Didn't even know. So nobody knows to this day, you know, well, he was, that he, oh, well, he must have been depressed. All we know is that he was furious about something. He was furious about something when he had moved to Georgia and he killed himself. So I think that, I think that, um, I mean, kids, Kids kill themselves because because they're bullied, yep. right? Because they they feel isolated, right? Doesn't mean you're depressed if you're feeling isolated. Because they friends have 
boyfriends and girlfriends, and they right. don't, right? Because, I mean, just anything, right? They right. can't. Aff- I mean, this, like, this, it's crazy. Whatever, right? whatever, whatever yeah. reason it is, uh, right? They, they, you know. So, as we jump, as we as we get ready to jump to scripture, this guy by the name of Matt Walsh, Matt Walsh. I always I always want to call him something different, Mark <laughs> Walsh. Matt Walsh. Um, he wrote an article on the Daily Wire, and, and we're gonna um, and we're gonna have it. Right, Jay. We're gonna yeah, put we're it. Gonna, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna put we're it gonna on link the it. on the link. It we're gonna link it to the to the website because I think I think he hits he hits it on he hits the nail on the head um, to an extent right. as far as what the problem that we have is. Excuse me, as to why why it seems that you know why why it isn't more and more people are killing themselves because in this country over the last ten years. Um, crime has actually gone down, right? Suicide has gone up and, by 30%. And suicide has gone up. And it's like, what's, what's going on here? Why is suicide Why is suicide all of a sudden skyrocketed? Um, and he points this out. Everybody always wants to say mental illness. Well, it's mental illness. We have a mental illness issue. Well, we've had mental illness issues since the, 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 you know, since the beginning of time, I guess you could say, right? Suicides weren't that common. 30 years ago. Why right. is it that and, and it's and it's and if it's all these people committing suicide and they're not connected to each other from everywhere, right? How is it that all of a sudden now this mental health right issue, the same mental health issue is just like popping up. It's like is it, randomly. Is it, is it more now right, not, and we say and we say that saying that it's not and I say that saying that not it's not like that mental there's not a, a mental health aspect to this, right? So no one's saying that. Mm. But I mean, it could be argued that depression is a, is a mental health issue. Right. Well, I think I think they do say that it is a mental health issue. Well, then there you go. Um, I was right because they because they you can take pills make you make you happy. Um, but his his uh, his thesis is basically that the reason the 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 one of the major reasons that we see all this uptick in suicides is because um, there's a lack of. Um, uh, what's the word, Jay? Uh, he says that there's an emptiness. Emptiness. There's an emptiness in our lives, right? Now, if we think, you know, if we kind of think about it, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Because, um, you know how how we interact with, especially with all the technology that we have today, you know, it's it, we, we interact with it in a way to what to kind of fill gaps, or these gaps of whatever it is in our lives. You know, um, I uh. <clears throat> like for myself, like I know, and I always, my dad, my dad, um, anytime I'd get in the car with him, you know, I'd always turn on the radio. Yeah. Have some music on or something. And my dad, when he goes, you can't ride in silence? You can't just ride in silence? I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, why? Because the voices in my head start talking to me. <laughs> I need to keep them occupied. But it's because silence drives me, drives me crazy. Like I don't, I don't like silence. Right? Because, well, well the reality is I get lost in my own thoughts. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I, sometimes I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with them. So what do I do, right? So I listen to stuff to, to keep my mind occupied. But we, but we see that all the, t- but we see that with you know with social media, right? You know, entertainment, you know, what, whatever it is, it's all of us trying to fill this emptiness. But what we're seeing is, is that we're actually just becoming emptier, right? Um, yeah, we, we're trying <clears throat> to fill a void with things that are fleeting. Correct. Right. So, 
Like it's good for that time, and they're they're a void themselves. Right? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's Facebook is a void. Right? Like we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> watch lost. a YouTube video, right? And then the video is done, and it's like, and not, and then what? Right. So it's just like this this hyper this hyper consumption of empty, meaningless things to try to fill up a space in us, right? That we think and we feel that is empty and meaningless, right? So it's like a vicious cycle right. of like nothing. So when you have a void, when there's a void in you that you're trying to fill up with everything, with everything, but the void also leads to hopelessness. Uh-huh. I think that that is the that is the thing that causes us to kill ourselves. It's not that I'm depressed, but that I've lost all hope. Because me and Jay have talked about we we you know we get in our moments of depression where we get depressed and where we've thought about suicide or you know. Um, but the reason I don't do it. Is because I do have a glimmer of hope, but when you have no hope, or when you, or when you feel when, that you have when, no when hope. you have no hope, when you feel like there's no hope, then there's then then you get the stones to be able to, you know to to do something. And, and it's not even that you get the stones. It's like it doesn't matter, right? Right. You get to Classic. a place. You get you go. You get to a place where it doesn't matter. You get to a place where. The pain that you feel in taking your life, right, is at least a feeling, right, right. That's like why, like why people cut themselves, cut themselves, right. So it's not even like you know, or all do of drugs. A, all of a sudden, you get this 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 courage and this audacity to take your life. It's just that it doesn't matter, right. You right. get to a point where nothing matters, right. It doesn't matter if you live or die. It doesn't matter if you stick around or if you disappear. Like it doesn't matter, right? Because as you said, you lose hope. And the minute you lose hope, then you lose faith, you lose sight, you lose a will you, everything. You lose a will to live. Right? You lose all will to anything. Right? So it's very important, and I'm glad you said that, right? It's very important that we realize, right? And, and the reason why we titled this episode to help is because, <laughs> it's because we don't ask for help, Right? We, we, we suffer alone. We struggle alone, right? We try to work these things out alone, and we don't ask for help, right? And something as simple as texting somebody, since you're on your phone all day anyway, right? right? Calling someone, reaching out to someone, and just saying, yo, I need help. Right. I am currently feeling this way, right? right. You know, and we don't, we don't do it, right? We don't do it because for whatever reason, there are many reasons why we don't ask for help. Right, because in that hopelessness, right, we feel that we're not worthy of help. Right, might be embarrassed, right, might, or, whatever. Yeah. You know, so you know, and 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 it, and it's called help because those of us that deal with depression, and I say those of us because I still currently deal with depression, right. Um, you know, we want the help, but we're afraid to ask for the help, right? Or we don't ask for it for whatever reason. The difference. What separates, what I can say separates me from other people is that, you know, I have come to a place where I'm no longer afraid of asking for help. Right. Right. I tell my wife, I tell my friends, right, you know, I I, I need prayer or what are you doing? Where are you? <laughs> where are you right now? I need to go because, like, I'm having, like, 
I'm struggling with this dark stuff, you know, right. and I need, you know, come over, right? Or let's go somewhere, whatever, right. you know, because sometimes we need those reminders that, you know, even though things look hopeless or things look dark, we need those reminders that there are people that surround us that actually love and care for us because that's that's a big thing. That's a big thing because if things don't work out and things don't work out or you feel that you're in a place or you're not in a place where you thought you would have been or you should be or whatever or you right. sh- you didn't get the job that you wanted that you feel qualified for, just like any number of things, right? You don't feel loved, right? You don't have... There's no hope in love, right? That you that you matter, and for whatever reason, since you feel that you don't matter, for that reason, you don't reach out to anybody. And it's important. It's important. It's important. It's important. I can't stress how important it is for you to like have the courage. It, it's it takes more courage to kill yourself than it does to like send a text message. Yo, what are you doing right now? I need help. Right. Right. I need help. Come over. Or where are you so I can go to you? Like some it's it, it it's something that that and, and I'm speaking from experience because there was a time where and it was funny because everything was great, right? And and on a plane, on a flight from I think from Seattle to, to Georgia, like I got super depressed and I disappeared for like a few hours. But I just like put my phone on silent and I just I didn't want to deal. I didn't want to deal. And, and then when I put my phone back on, I was in a lot of trouble because the wife, friends, everybody. Right. But like none of that mattered at the moment. Right. And none of that mattered at the moment. At the moment, I was in a dark place. I still don't know why, because things were great. But, you know, I'm <laughs> just realize, you know, you count your blessings and realize that you're more important than you than you think of yourself, right? That you matter more to people than you realize, right? Because you're looking at yourself through your own filter and your own filter is already dark and down and depressed, right? Rather than seeing yourself in the eyes of the people that love you. Right? So um, the scripture, right? right so, so, right at, so right as you about to go into the scripture, the, the, the one thing I wanted to add to that is there's the flip side of that. <clears throat> <laughs> when you know um when people kill themselves or when people do things that harm themselves there's always signs you know and 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 we've got to we've also got to be make sure we're aware you know so you know for example you know sometimes jay like so like you know jay might post something you know one of his cryptic facebook posts right and I'll read it, and I'll and I'll reach out. Hey, man, are you okay? Is is everything all right? Because uh, that was kind of cryptic what you wrote. <laughs> That's you know, true. You do that. You know, and uh, and so Jay might be like, "Yeah, man, everything's fine," or "I'm overwhelmed." I'll tell you later. But you know, um, but it's the idea of reaching out to those to those people in our lives, just to, just to check up to see how they're doing, um, especially because we know. I I I I think we all we all know for the most part our friends who maybe struggle with certain issues or right. maybe struggle with certain things. So it's just reaching out and saying, hey, man, you know, hey, man, you know, what's, what yeah. you doing? Especially what's when, it's, when it's somebody like a friend that you've talked to or you interact with a lot, right, and then they disappear, right? Right. You, 
They don't respond to your text messages. They don't text you. They don't call. You know, you call them to hang out. They pick up. They're always busy. You don't want to hang out, right? Dude, that's a sign, right? That is a definite sign for you to get up, go over to where they are, and be like, hey, go look at Basaki, right? What's, what, what's going on? <laughs> like, what, and then you confuse them because they didn't know you spoke Spanish. What, what the problem is, <laughs> right? You know, it's, it's, these are, the thing is that, and also, we, we, we become a society where we think that, um, that it's better to leave them alone than to invade and interfere and, like, get into business. Like, hey, what's, what's up? Right? Right. And then we're like, oh, well, I saw signs, but, you know, I, I didn't want to, like, get in their business. Or right. I, I didn't want to, like, you know, oh, I'm not supposed to judge. I mean, he wasn't hurting anybody. No, dude, he was hurting himself, man. He was hurting himself. And you let it happen because you saw and you, you knew something was up and you didn't do or say anything. Right, you didn't get in their face about it because some some of us we need right some of us are people yeah you need to get in their face about yeah. it right you know you know I don't want to be too intrusive be intrusive be intrusive sometimes that's that's what's needed right um Psalm thirty four eighteen says this if nothing else right if you lose all hope of anything else right Psalm thirty four eighteen says I found the verse right. It says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Right? And, and, that's, and that's another thing. Right? I'm not even going into the other verses that I came here with. That's the one that I was really looking for because sometimes people, not even <laughs> sometimes, all the time, people will fail us. Right? right? And we put our hope in things. We put our hope in position. We put our hope in titles. We put our hope in people. And all those things are fleeting. Now, those things don't matter, right? Sometimes people don't matter because people will always fail you. You put your hope on things that don't matter, you will always be disappointed, right? You will always be let down, right? But the Lord is near the brokenhearted, and he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. When you're depressed, when you're down in the face, right, and you want to take your life, your spirit is crushed, right? Cry out to Jesus. Cry out to Jesus. I think Psalm 121 says, you know, I lift my voice to the heavens from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who created the heavens and the earth, right? I have to think of it in Spanish to say it, to translate it in English, right? And not even the, the, the song. I had to think the song, the corito, right? Right. I lift my eyes to the heavens, right? So where does your help come from? And and, and it wasn't and it wasn't, you know, that 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 reason was because like um was it Jerusalem was covered, it's, it's surrounded by mountains. Right and, and and mountains are strong. They're high, right? So God is even higher than the highest mountain, and He will always come to help. And if you tag that in to the to the psalm we just read, right? He comes to rescue those whose spirits are crushed. You feel like you have nobody else to talk to, nobody else to cry out for help. Cry out to Jesus. He will rescue you. He will rescue you because your spirit is crushed. He will rescue you because your heart is broken, your life is broken, and that is where you can seriously have such an encounter with God that it'll be miraculously life-changing. And if nothing else, right? If nothing else and you do that, I mean, and and we'll post links to all of these things, right? There's a suicide hotline, there are help hotlines, 
right? There are churches in your area where you can go to and, and just speak to somebody. Right. Sometimes we just need to speak, connect, and speak to somebody, right? Right. Even <clears throat> Superman went and spoke to the and spoke to the pastor in the movie. I mean, right? I mean, even <laughs> I mean, you know, what Catholic churches are always open, right? If if even if it's just going and speaking to a priest and saying, "I need help," mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, let's not, you know, let's not get it, let's not get all, you know, territorial here. But it's it's finding, it's finding someone to heck I, honestly stop a police officer go to the fire station hey i need someone to talk to because i feel i'm in trouble yeah you know and and people you know people will step up but i think that so that's on our end but it but on like like i mentioned earlier as 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 those that we observe those around us you know um we need to and i think as believers and and I'm speaking to believers, is that we need to uh, become, be more sensitive and more aware of those around us. I remember I remember a story a long time ago, where this kid um, was walking home. So if I remember the story right, the kid was walking home, and he's kind of like these bullies came and they like knocked his books down and like pushed him to the ground or whatever, and this other kid saw it, and and he went. And he went over and he picked the kid up and he helped him collect his stuff and he started talking to him and um, walked home with him and, and continued this conversation. Well, it turned, you know, it turned out like many years later, I think the the kid that was bullied was like a like a Georgia state patrolman, patrol, you know, cop. Um, but then in 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 that story, this kid was contemplating killing himself that day because he felt abandoned mm. right he's, he's bullied no friends you know all that stuff and so this one kid just did the he did the right thing right he stepped in yeah and and because he saw a kid in trouble and you know people always talk about people always talk about you know with the school shootings that we've had these last couple months and then people talk about oh you know what could be done what could be done what could be done here's what could be done why is it that a lot of these kids are isolated and they feel alone, and they feel abandoned, and they feel like like they're not going to get love, like no one's going to love them. Mm-hmm. Well, here's an idea. Stop bullying them and befriend them. Yeah, they might be weird, mm-hmm. right? They might, they might be weird, and they probably are weird. Right? That's probably a reason they can't seem to have friends because they don't have those skills. But as a believer, we're not called to be friends with the cool kids, right, which is, which is where we get ourselves in trouble. Right. Right, we're called to be a friend to everyone. Right, we're called to love our neighbor right? as we love ourselves. Right? right, and so and so, you know, if if you happen to be a high school kid or a college kid that's listen that let's listen to this, you know who that weird kid is that no one no one is friends with, mm-hmm. and it might be, get picked on. You might be you might have been <laughs> one of the ones that picked on him, or you, right? Or, or you might be that kid. You know, you <clears throat> befriend him. Befriend that kid. And that goes back to the episode of, um, it, you know, stepping up instead of stepping out. Right? right. Like step up, right? Because we we get clickish and we and we tend to surround ourselves by people that are like ourselves. Right. Right. And we we forget that there are other people. Right. right? And the gospel is all. I mean, we've mentioned this a few times. The gospel of Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ, is always about the other person. Right, it's always about the other person. Instead yes. of looking at yourself and within your circle, step outside of your circle. 
right? Yeah. Step up to the person outside of your circle and befriend them. Be that light in that person's darkness because that person has darkness and he's in need or she's in need of light. And we are called to be the salt and the light. So yeah. be step up and be the light in that person's darkness. So help. If you need help, we encourage you to find the help. Um, if you see someone that needs help, we encourage you to be the help. To be the help. You know? Um, and and we need to we need to, you know, as believers, right? Because this is a podcast primarily for believers, right? For ourselves, is that we need to make sure that we're we're looking at our surroundings and we're talking to those around us and that we are um you know uh paying attention and saying, you know, God, is there someone <laughs> You know, I've, I don't know if you guys, I mean, but I've heard dozens of stories, right, where it's just somebody, somebody's like, yeah, I was going to hurt myself, but someone said hi to me. Yeah. Someone spoke to me, you know. Um, you know but, but even, you know. Right, even something as, as simple as engaging, engaging, engaging the culture that is around you, mm. right, engage, instead, you know, cause we all struggle with this. We all struggle with this. Getting lost in our, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll go get a cup of coffee by myself. Um, before I come home to take a nap like a hipster. <laughs> and, but what do I do when I sit down to get my cup of coffee? You're on your phone. I'm on my phone, right? What do I do when I go, go eat? I'm on my phone. All of us are guilty of this. Yes. All of us are guilty of this. And then we're like, why, am I, why do I feel so disconnected with the rest of society? I don't even talk to the waiter or the waitress. The funny thing, the funny thing is that you actually are quote unquote connected. Right. But mm-hmm. you're, not, you're really not. Right. You, you, you're, yeah, 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 you're connected to people you're not talking to. It's a connected, yeah. right. it's a connected isolation because we spend most of our times on our phone, not even interacting, just looking. Just looking, yeah. Looking and, at other, pers- and, at other and people's pa- interactions. And, and passively looking. Uh-huh. I mean, how many times have you sat there, uh, like you're waiting, you're waiting for something, and you're just kind of scrolling through, yeah, just scrolling. You're not really engaged. Num- you're not even engaged. Scrolling. You're not even engaged to what you're, you're not going like, oh, wow, that's a really pretty, you know, Waterfall that they took. No, you're just kind of like, oh, it's waterfall. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, what an but, idiot. But I, <laughs> I wanted, to, I wanted to say something because, right? I right, cl- close it out. With we're this. gonna close it, right? We're we're a podcast of believers, mainly for believers, but we also don't want to forget the believers that are also like struggling or going through things, right? The, the great thing about being a believer that's going through things and struggling or suffering in silence is that you're surrounded by believers that you can speak to. Yes. Right? You're surrounded by leaders, um, other believers that possibly, you know, whatever. You're surrounded by people that can pour into you and that as, as kingdom people, we're called to help each other. We're called to be brothers and sisters to each other. Right? So yes. if you're a believer that is struggling or suffering in silence, then find a leader, find a pastor, Find a fellow believer that yes. you can tag to, tag well that you can tag, and like you know, speak and and pray together, and yes. you know, find an accountability partner that you can talk to and you can Correct. text and reach out to all the time. Right, it's very important. And um, yeah, find yourself at least two or three. <laughs> if you right, find right. at least one. Right, at least if one. If you can, but, if you can get two or three, get two or three, get two or three accountability people yeah. around you, and then people that you can also be accountable to yeah. and. That are accountable to you, right? It's it's very important. And that's that's, that's the importance it. of koinonia. That's it. One of our it's like we just learned that word, right? We uh, we we use it like we just learned it. And yeah. We're like super excited about it. <laughs> um. Hey, uh, that's it. We are 
finished. As always, go to theoverflowpodcast.com. There you get all the information. There you can. Uh, Thanks for listening. Oh, remember to head over. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize I used the wrong one. More content. And don't <laughs> forget good. to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. So remember, that's theoverflowpodcast.com. <laughs> I'm Joaquin. I'm still Jay. And we got Junior here with us. Hey, thanks for joining us. Peace out, y'all. We're a bunch of idiots. (laughs) Only you.